Okay, so welcome to the fourth episode of Bees Pods. Um, for those of you that heard the third episode, um, the one dedicated to Chris East, um, at the end of the conversation, we began to decide uh, that we thought it'd be good fun to try and do a sort of off-the-cuff, uh, spontaneous preview show for the Oxford game. Uh, and the next sort of 15 minutes or so uh, is a short podcast looking ahead to that game uh, with Joe and Charlie, uh, reflecting on what we've done over the past few weeks on the pitch uh, and looking ahead to what should be a very challenging game against one of the league's top clubs. Um, so if you haven't checked out episode three, we recommend you do that. Um, but if you have, uh, we hope you enjoy the show and fingers crossed we can get the three points on Saturday. Me and them talk quite a lot, so we'll leave it to you two in terms of the, the details. Have you been to any of the games recently? We'll start with Joe. Have you been to any of the games recently at all? And what, what have you noticed in the last month that's been quite good about the Bees or not bad about the Bees? What's your take on that? Well, I think, I think Jamie Stevens is... Well, he's he's been mm. sensational. Yeah. Pretty much, his, his kicking maybe isn't a hundred percent, but he is he's turning into a, a great goalkeeper. And I think I think we're just it's starting to become partnerships over the pitch, which is good to see. Like I think Pearson at right back when Yeardom at right mid, who I weren't his biggest fan at right mid first. I do think he's a top class right back. I yeah. think down that right wing, they are they are starting to cause real problems. And um, I haven't been to. Uh, I've been to all the home games recently. Like my last game was the Hartlepool. It wasn't yeah. great, but I think that, that that game was sort of like he was testing a few things, Martin Allen. But um, it's, it's a shame because if we'd got three points there and maybe got two more points on the weekends, which can't win them all, but we could we could still we could still push for playoffs. But I don't know. I think it may be slightly out of our hands now. What about, what about you, Charlie? What are your thoughts on, on the stuff? Um, well, I went to I went to two last games into the Hartlepool and Newport, and I. <laughs> I came out of the Newport game uh, like really, 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 really disappointed with uh, Mark Randall. I thought he had an absolute shocker. But then I was, to, to be fair to him, he played because of Martin Allen, the formation he played. He was so out of it. Like he, he's not, he's not a player who tracks back. Do you know what I mean? And I saw him, saw him a couple of days later at Newport, and he was absolutely phenomenal. And I think if we can. If we can get him like fully, fully match fit, because I know he's still lacking some match practice. If we can get him really, really fit, I think he's going to be he's going to be an absolutely great player. Because on the ball, the flair, the flair he's got on the ball, it, it does he's remind me a lot of watching Luisma. Yeah. yeah, he's the player that we have to just pick out a pass, and he's so comfortable on the ball, and he just looks like he's, he was just born to like just sit in the hole. Do you know what I mean? He, he he played really, really well, and that Pearson as well. I don't know how we've managed to blag him for. a What about you, man? What about you, man? If we didn't get him, somebody's going to have him. And yeah. you know, I think it's a bit of a coup that um, that Martin Allen got in front of there because he's clearly a good player. Yeah. Um, I, talking about Randall, actually, it's interesting you say that because what the difference I find between him and what we've got, what we had before, is that everybody, a lot of our midfielders like to pass the ball sideways. Mm. Um, or help the ball on whereas I think with Randall the difference with him is is that he's actually looking to pass the ball quickly into feet and pass it forward yeah. um, without hoofing it so I think that's really that's really that's made added an extra dimension from what I've seen uh, and yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's we just look so much we look since since the new acquisitions I mean like Pearson and obviously Jamie Stevens is having a blinding blinding season I think we've just been so hard like in the last, I don't know, six, seven games, we looked so difficult to break to break down. I mean, even even the Hartlepool game, they the, the goals they scored 
were like so they were so avoidable and they weren't actually defensive. Do you know what I mean? They didn't they didn't they didn't get behind or anything. Do you know what I mean? They were just mm. shots. I think we do we do look like a like a unit um, at the minute, and it's just and like Joe said. I think I think playoffs are a kind of a, a bit too too far into the distant. Um, but I'll, I'll be so happy with mid table. Keep keep the basis of the squad we've got. We've got, build, we've got to build around the players. Like we've still got, still got Dembele to come back, who is yeah. class. Once, Dembele, once Dembele's back and we've and we've kept Pearson for next year, I think our back four and keeper we've got that is like you can't really ask for yeah, that. That's a very good. That's a very good link too. And, and to be fair, Tony, he's, also, he's also brought for a lot of the youth players as well. So like Shomerton and yeah. you know Stevens. I remember we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Mem. About it's a shame that those aren't getting the you know, the highlight or getting onto the pitch. But, you know, Shomerton, he's got a fantastic against Hartlepool. He looks like a real yeah. talent. You know, Stevens has come on a bit as well. Muggleton's still quite young. I remember, I think it was against Plymouth when we won 1-0. I was looking at the back, the back four or something and you had, apart from, I think Nelson came on at the end, but the rest of them were so young. You know, you've got Pearson's, I think, you know, early 20s. Jamie Stevens is only 21 years old, 22 years old. So, it's quite, I think that's quite exciting as well, like looking forwards, bringing through those youth players. Well, that's, We've got that seating guy. Looks, he looks all right. Yeah, and, yeah. He, had, he had a he had a blinder on Tuesday at Newport. He was he was really really good. Did he really, play the really field Did he play in the back four? Because I've only seen him play. Well, uh, he played. He played. Uh, he played centre mid. He started centre mid with Champion, and then Angola got injured, so he had to go back and and sit at the back. But he he set up. Um, he set up the first goal. He set up Yudem's goal, so he does like getting forward as well. I don't know if you saw the highlights, but he made yeah, a great. I did, uh, yeah. Great yeah, so dive, run down the line, and Gambin Gambin played him through, and he done well to get the ball in the box. So he looks decent. We've got the good foundations. I think it's really it's just amazing the contrast between the summer the summer signings and the summer yeah. signing yeah, it's Christmas this in the second half of the season because they're just like the, 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 none of them worked in the hardly well hardly any of them worked at the early part of the season. But all of a sudden, I, I mean, I, apart from the Hartlepool game, we've done really well late of late. I mean, I've yeah, formed, I agree. Good, and I guess and, uh, you look at the players; they're better than what we. The good thing I like about what we've done with the latest play, batch of players is that they're better players than what we had before. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all improvements, or maybe like in Cisse's case, a good squad utility player. And um, and, and to be honest, the last time I saw the last time I saw Muggleton against Portsmouth, he, he was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not on his feet, Muggleton, which is good to see because. Um, yeah, like you said, in the signings in the summer, apart from Dembele, they've been very, they were very uninspiring. Like players like Tomlinson and Champion, who had a bit of a rough start, but it's starting to find his feet now. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, the the January signings, if we if we can just build around that core of players next season, then maybe one, yeah. we can keep Year Donma, who who I think is class. Who if well, if it weren't for a Kinde scoring all them goals last season, Year Don would have been Player of the Year by a mile. Then um, if we can keep him, and I don't know if we can keep a kind because he has sort of found his level, I think, to some extent, in League Two. But he still managed to get he's on what fifteen goals now, I believe. That's yeah, and a lot of assists as well. He gets, he's got eight assists. He's a second or third highest assister in the league. Um, so he's, for, that's for, underrated. For someone who has such an awful football league record, and he, I, felt, I felt like a lot of pressure was like, was on him this year to perform. And I don't know, just because people look at the stats, you know, people look at it, and I think to have that at the back of your mind, I think he's. Great. It's a great return for someone who who is under the cosh a bit. Yeah, it's such a bad spell. I was looking. I was looking at his stats earlier. I mean, he got two against Northampton, and I think he went. 
I think he went 10 or 11 games without scoring a goal. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, but great think, finish on the weekend. I don't know if you've seen the goals from the yeah, weekend. But it was great, oh, yeah, yeah. It was a great finish. Someone said the highlights didn't, look it, didn't make it look as good as it was. Um, it, was it looked fantastic. Yeah. Where we were. Um, I mean, seeing that kind of shot go right and was smashing over the bar, though, you know. Yeah. You know, they yeah. did well. The piss, it was a good cross from Pearson as well. Mm. That's the thing I like about Pearson. He get he gets up and down, he, mm. and he's so fit. He's so fit and agile. He like you're not you're not bothered if he goes up because you know he's going to get back. He's so quick and yeah, it's great. Big, son. Big, big fine. I, to be honest, I can't. If he carries on like this, you know, for to the end of the season and maybe the first half of next season, I can't. I, can't, I can see like championship clubs coming in for him. Get money from though, won't we? If he's signed the deal, yeah, it's two. It's a year, isn't it? To the end of next season, plus a plus an option, which is a, which is a smart move mm. by uh, whoever did that. Yeah, that's good. That's um, essentially two and a, that's essentially two and a bit years. Yeah, so we'll, so we'll get money for him if he does go. Because if I'm not wrong, I think you can I think you can take up the option whenever you want within the contracts. If Barnett starts clubs start sniffing around, I'm sure if they start sniffing around at the beginning of the season, they take up the option. That's two two years of contract they've got to pay for. But any of you know what's the what's the uh, is Stevens? When's his deal? Jamie Stevens' he's, deal out. Uh, Jamie Stevens. I think he's another one. Yeah. He signed a one year at the start of the year with a with an, an option of a. Uh, oh, yeah, we need to we need to get but, that sorted. The ASAP. only thing with um with Stevens, I think he's a fantastic keeper. The only thing is his kicking. I don't. Mm. <laughs> I can't work it out. Like whether it's his style of kicking or, but and maybe I think it's one of those things where if you the moment you spot it, like you because he does so many kicks throughout a game, like you automatically pick up on the four or five that aren't. Goods and you just kind of have, yeah. have them in my mind as yeah, a kicker, but I don't know if that's a fair critique or whether that's you know just picking on him for. A... I know I agree, I agree, I agree. But in, in terms of, I just felt like when I've got, I've got, I've never had a bad word to say about Stack, but if we're comparing him now to Stevens, I felt like whenever Stack, whenever we had Stack in goal, I felt like it, not only I felt he was shaky, he'd make the back four yeah, shaky, and every time. You just felt the whole the whole bat five were just on edge, and I think Stevens controls them so well, and he makes everyone feel like yeah. not not pressured. And I, I I can't correct. I mean, I'm happy to hear what you guys got to say, but I genuinely, with since I've been going anyway, 15, 16 years, I can't remember a, a better keeper that I've seen at Barnet. Well, we didn't really see the best of Lee Harrison, Charlie. Um, we sort of saw him when he came back. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that great? I don't think when he came back. Jake, Jake Cole was. Jake, Jake Cole, Cole was good. Was good. Yeah. Jake Cole was very good. I like Jake Cole a lot. I thought, but I think the problem is, with all this, look, any goalkeeper that Barnet has, um, generally speaking, there's always going to be some sort of flaw with them. And and generally speaking, most of the most of the goalkeepers we have can't can't come for a cross to save their life. Um, Rank. Yeah, rank. <laughs> Except against Bournemouth away, where I, where he played, where it was the Alamo, and, he, and I've never seen it, it. It was like it was unbelievable. It was like watching Golden Banks. Like they won two 0 Yeah, it was yeah. away, and it was top. They were near the top. Yeah. Yeah. Near the bottom, and he came at the twice. Didn't he? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Point blank, picking, plucking crosses off people's heads, about to head it in. I just had a guy. This guy, it was he going to suddenly test him for drugs or something like that because <laughs> he, he was unbelievable. And then, and then you see him. I can't, I can't, what game was it that basically let the ball dribble under his foot? Oh, uh, well, Underhill. Yeah, I can't remember. It was a Tuesday game. night, wasn't it? It was a Tuesday night game. It was awful. I remember that. Yeah, there was a Tuesday night game when he. I think it went really high in the air and he went to punch it. and It just went under the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I guess he's getting, funny, I mean, he's really Premier League though, isn't he? Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to say it, but 
Um, I guess, fine, just to wrap it up then, looking ahead to Saturday, um, we'll start with you, Joe. I guess predictions for the game. I mean, it's going to be a tough game against Oxford. They're a very good side. They won 3-0 tonight, I've just seen. So what your what your predictions will work our way around as we close? Well, it's pretty much before the Bristol Rovers game, Plymouth, Portsmouth, I would have had us down. Because I was trying to, I'm, I'm very pessimistic. I would have had us down to lose all them games. And I went Oxford away this season as well. And we played very well there. But honestly, there's no reason why we can't win. I, I do think we will win. I reckon it'll be another 1-0, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Charlie, what about you? Yeah. They did win 3-0 tonight, but let's see, they win it against, it's against the worst team in the football league. Uh, no, I'm joking. I, 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 I don't know. I've always felt with Barnet, I always feel that we've always done better against the big sides in the division. Like, we go beat Plymouth and Portsmouth and then lose lose to Hartlepool in the same week. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to call it, but I, I fancy, I do fancy anyone anyone at the Hive. I fancy of taking three points of anyone, really. So you've got what? We still got the second best time record. Have we still got that, or is that gone? Yeah, it must be up there still. Yeah, yeah. must be up there. But oh, still, yeah. it's still, it's still un- unbelievable, and it just shows that if if our away record at the start of the season was better, I mean, we we would be right up there. We really would. If even if we picked up out of those all those eight eight games we lost, away games we lost, even if we say one one two of those and drawn one, yeah, we'd be we'd be in the playoffs. Like looking looking like we'd definitely get a playoff spot. So, I mean, we, we've definitely, I mean, we've definitely coped this year. Um, and I think, I think Martin, Martin Allen's done such a good, such a good job. And I think he's, it's, it's there, it's his there for the taking next year to, to just build. And I, I think he will. And I think he was a bit naive with all the signings he made at the beginning of the season. But I think now he's learned, he's learned from that. And it's a different, it is a different league to when he won it three Three years ago, it's just changed. It's more more competitive, and you need to you need to be have better players than what you signed. But yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go, Joe. I'll go one one nil one nil Saturday. I think. And then, what about you? What do you think? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one, <laughs> and I think Kinde and Gambino. And this time, what I'm gonna do is make sure that my Skybet account is activated, so I don't lose out on my prediction because I, I I called Paul. Portsmouth with a kind to score first. Oh, god! Now, because my Skybet account, I needed, I needed to put my, I needed to activate it properly, and I didn't. And I'm kicking myself because I could have earned a nice little bit of cash on that. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, hope, hopefully, we can, uh, hopefully, we can score in the 19th minute, which would be a class yeah, little lovely. touch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I reckon I'm going to be a bit more. Pissed. I'm going to go for a draw. I reckon Oxford are good, and they're very good away from home. Their away record is fantastic. So mm. I think. I, if, I think if, it's, if, it, if we're drawing at half time, I reckon we'll, we'll got a good, or reckon we'll win it. So I reckon they'll tire in the second half. But if I can just see Barnett, just a stupid goal, something ridiculous, you know, in Garland. Just, he, he just needs to play our best team. I, like, I don't like it when people say, "Oh, they're tired" or whatever. They're professional footballers. Do you know what I mean? They, they yeah. can take it. It's what they do as a job. I think, I think he's the best team. I think he's trying to see what how can we can improve our best team. Like, I think against Hartlepool. I do feel it had a sort of pre-season friendly feel about it. Like yeah, I don't think yeah, he played yeah. the team. Like he was trying trying things that you can afford to try. The situation we're in, like twenty points clear relegation now. So that's like Shomerton started and sent him in, which would never happen if yeah. that was a relegation dogfight. So he was trying things, which I don't have a massive problem against. Uh, really, obviously, it's nice to win all the games, but he is trying. He's trying a few things, which 
Yeah, just trying to think. I think might might. I think he might have got away with it a little bit because I think potentially, and I'm not going to bear in mind the run we're on. I'm not going to criticise him for it, but I think potentially he saw the Tuesday night at Newport, and I think he took Hartlepool a little bit lightly because where they were are on the table. Yeah. And I thought he and I think he was thinking I could save a few legs here uh, for the Tuesday night game, mm. but. I think he's. But I think a lot of if we'd got been on a bad, bad run of form, I think he'd have got a lot more. Came yeah. about. I yeah. think the fact. Yeah. I think he possibly did that, but he's luckily because he's doing well. Giving him that, let him, let him, you know, let him off that. Football's a funny game. I mean, we go we go and beat Newport three 0 away, and granted, yeah, they had ten men, but they've gone and spanked Portsmouth at Fratton Park. So I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. You can't really call anything really. Yeah. And then they've just drew tonight nil nil with Hartlepool, so it's like, what's nice. <laughs> who, who knows what will happen? Um, brilliant. Well, thank Charlie, um, Charlie Jay. Thanks so much for coming on and um, you know, and chatting and that's sharing all that stuff. Uh, well, my pleasure. Like I said, I'll so uh, that's the end of episode four of Beast Pods. Uh, we're back, and there's no stopping us this time. We're back on Saturday evening with another show with some new guests, which should be really exciting, um, to reflect on the Oxford game. Uh, but fingers crossed the Beast can go out there and do a great job. Uh, and a final uh, link to episode three, and a reminder that um, you know Chris East's funeral is on uh, Sunday at 2pm at Richmond Cemetery. Uh, and additionally, if you want to give anything to um, his Just Giving page, uh, the link is in this podcast as well as episode three. Thanks a lot, and come on you Beast. Thank you.